Attention cannabis radio listeners. Do you suffer from chronic pain, anxiety, depression, or PTSD? These are the most common qualifying conditions for medical cannabis. Did you know that in many states you can visit a doctor online with no waiting rooms, no drive, not even an appointment needed? See a doctor right from your smartphone. It's fast, convenient, and it'll save you money as most states don't collect taxes on medical cannabis purchases. So what are you waiting for? Go to MarijuanaDoctors.com slash Cannabis Radio and get $5 off your on-demand medical card evaluation. The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with the Plant Profits, powered by Protus Global. Thank you all for joining us here on Plant Profits. I am your host, Vern Davis. Plant Profits is brought to you by Protus Global People Solutions. Hey, my guest today uh, represents one of the earliest established companies in the California regulated cannabis market, specializing in non-psychoactive pain products like pain bombs and transdermal patches and consumables, including uh, sublingual uh, tinctures and capsules. And uh, I mean, this guy's been in this business for six years. And so he's kind of a pioneer in what we've all been talking about and working on. And I'd like for you all to welcome my guest, Adam Grossman, founder and executive chairman at Papa and Barclay. Adam, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Davis. Thanks for having me. So glad to be here. No, absolutely, man. I'm um, I'm glad you are you're able to to block off a, a few minutes so that you and I can just chat and um, want to see what. Uh, obviously, we want to definitely understand what's happening moving forward with Papa and Barclay, uh, but I also want to I'll give the folks uh, in our audience uh, an opportunity to to get to know you, the man behind the, the plan a little bit. And uh, that's kind of kind of cool. Now, you did your your collegiate work and your uh, education. You, you, you spent some time at Georgetown. Very efficient, by the way. You got a lot done in four or five years. Uh, <laughs> very efficient, man. You got a JD, an MBA, a, a focus in international. You did a lot in, in a very short period of time. So I commend you for that. Well, I, I appreciate it, Davis. Uh, you know, back when I went to grad school, you could go straight through. So I, I, I did. I went straight from undergrad to grad school and try to get through it as quickly as possible. But it did take some time. Yeah. Now, uh, did you grow up near D.C.? I actually grew up in the Boston area, just north okay. of a small town on the on the coast called Swampscott. I know Swampscott. That's yeah. Where the, the company was was founded. That's cool. Uh, that is uh, that is cool. And you found Georgetown, or Georgetown found you? What happened? Yeah, um, I, I I wanted to do this program, and, and it was uh, not widely available. So that was that was my choice, and uh, I'm glad I made it. It was a really fun experience there. That's great. That's good, man. So Swamp Scott, small community. Um, what was that like, man? Growing up there, what was family like? I, I, I'm really lucky. My, my 
parents had a loving marriage for many years and the town uh, was a beautiful town, still is. Now it's sort of more on the map, actually. The, the governor of Massachusetts lives there, but uh, yeah. when I grew up, it was a sleepy seacoast town, kind of formerly a fishing town. And yeah, yeah, I feel really lucky to, to run up there. Yeah, do you have siblings? I do, I have two older sisters. Okay. And, uh, uh, but I'm, I, I'm single, they, they have uh, three kids each. <laughs> in fact you know the name of the company uh the, the grandkids call called my father papa and uh, yeah part of the background of the company no that's cool that is uh that is great so you left georgetown didn't you you got into real estate uh yeah i actually came out here to california at the okay. career to practice law yeah i had to make a choice uh it's, it was hard i did the jd mba program as you mentioned at, at georgetown and so uh it kind of made sense for me to, to get the legal background first. And so I came out to join a firm here in, in Los Angeles in Century City that did uh, real estate work and found out, you know, reasonably quickly that I was not going to be a great lawyer. And that wasn't. <laughs> what was the tell, Adam? <laughs> tell us that. What was the tell that, that you said, OK, I'm not good. This is I'm not going to Perry Mason here. What happened? So, you know, when you do, you think about what it's going to be like to be a real estate lawyer. I don't know. I, I guess you think it's somewhat glamorous, but if you can imagine what has to get done when uh, I think one of my first deals was the sale of a, of a, a tower, Fox tower uh, in century city. And so when a high rise gets sold, what the young lawyers have to do is for instance, review all the 300 leases in the building, yeah. each one on a form, but all slightly different. And yeah. so, you know, just the tedium of having to read through every single one of those, say, 60 page leases, 300 of them and focus on it and, and put a memo together to describe. Yeah, it, it, it got you really need a lot of mental discipline and, and focus. And I guess my mind is a little more free ranging. <laughs> 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 so that happened that happened then very early in your California real estate uh law uh lawyer career Nah, i kind of I, I i moved around a little within the firm doing different types of deals different mostly you know on contract and and uh, business side of things and, right but then i had an opportunity uh after five years to to learn the investment game the only problem was that the opportunity was in Winnipeg, Canada. So oh. I moved from Los Angeles to Winnipeg, Canada, never having been there in February. And winter's a little different, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was 75 degrees when I took off and minus 30 when I landed. So that is absolutely insane. Yeah. Yeah, that is 100 degrees. That is absolutely insane. That's, that's what I thought when I landed. This is absolutely insane. What am I doing? But, but uh, it turned out to be a good experience. And uh, yeah, I, uh, it, it was it was a rude awakening for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then you got into some um, M&A work, right? How was that? Yeah. So I, I it's funny because I, I landed in the cannabis business and, and a lot of my prior experience seems yeah. had some benefit into what I had to do here because it's, it's such the wild west in terms of uh, 
uh, like a, a crazy environment on the regulatory side and legal side and all that. So right. we, we've done some investing stuff. So that helped. I mean, basically up there, I was working for a fund uh, uh, that was a, a government sponsored fund that uh, was investing in local companies that had impact on the local economy. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, I looked at a lot of different types of deals, early stage startups has been the focal point throughout my career. And, and after I sort of looked at it from an investment perspective, um, I really started my career track uh, as an operator and entrepreneur, which was mm -hmm. kind of happened immediately after that. Oh, that's great. That's great. And and you got into asset management and uh, you did various things. I mean, you had a full career before we we got to, to uh, Papa and Barclay. Yeah, I ended up uh, starting my, my entrepreneurial business career with a classmate of mine from Georgetown who did the same program that I did. And okay. we, we were first movers in, in um, a type of specialty finance company that bought lottery winnings. So we were the first company to buy lottery winnings from people that were getting paid out over time and, and needed liquidity. And okay. So that was a pretty interesting kind of only in America. <laughs> was that your idea or that was, that was, that was an industry and you guys decided to jump in? No, that was actually my, my partner's uh, idea, but it came from his brother who was a bond trader at Lehman Brothers who read an article in the Wall Street Journal about yeah. someone who had sold their lottery winnings in a divorce proceeding. And they, they said, wow, as a bond trader, right. that's a pretty interesting security. If you could get a court order for a lottery winning, that's a cash flow payment that's never going to not be paid because typically the lottery commission is the only commission in the state that makes yeah. money. So yeah. lottery, lotteries will always get paid. And if you can, uh, so so my, my partner, Lee, started uh, researching all the laws nationally and uh, of, of what states would allow for a court order to let you do that with your lottery winning. And yeah, so we were we were first movers there. And that was a pretty uh, interesting uh, business model that uh, I was in a couple of companies to, that did that. I've done various other types of deals. I, I was in a fascinating business that didn't work out economically, but I learned a lot um, in the brain health space. Uh, with okay. a friend of mine. And uh, and just before this, uh, the, the Pup and Barkley, mm -hmm. I, I was the brought in by a, a private equity firm to run a dental practice management company. Yeah. So, so the, why did you choose to do that? I was curious. Why, why did you choose your, the, the track you're on? Then you got into uh, dental, dental practice, a lot of offices, 30 or 40 offices, but, but a dental practice. So that, that was a, uh, deal that some uh, a friend of mine uh, run a private equity fund and so okay. he, they, they needed sort of professional management to come in to, to, to scale the business to the next level and um, you know that was sort of my specialty in terms of just operational efficiencies I'd never done anything in dental before so that was completely new as a subject matter but I think you know they were kind of looking for a good athlete and mm -hmm. uh, it, it ended up working out really really well uh, I learned a lot and it had that business has a lot of parallels. We were, we were acquiring dental offices and then getting economies of scale uh, by merging them into a central management company. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Marketing and the insurance adjudication, and uh, and so it actually was very helpful for what we're doing at Pup and Barkley because in in 
the dental field, you have a highly regulated industry that's consumer facing, healthcare focused, the state uh, regulatory structure is, is distinct in every state and you have to have all this compliance. Oh, and that sounds familiar, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds pretty familiar. No, that's that's good. It's good. It's 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 really kind of interesting to your point to the earlier point uh, that you made is that it just seems like all the things you did until now, you know, it was like a step to this, right? It was like you were your true north was here. You didn't know it at the time, you know. Uh, and and what we're gonna we're gonna take a break, and then when we come back, we're gonna really talk about how you made that step into cannabis. And I'm really excited about that. I'm Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits. My guest today is Adam Grossman. He's the founder and now the executive chairman at Papa and Barclay. We're gonna take a break and we'll see you guys on the other side. Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. The Plant Profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Hey, I'm Vern Davis. I'm your host of Plant Profits. Plant Profits is brought to you by Protus Global People Solutions. My guest today is Adam Grossman. And Adam um, is the founder and executive chairman of Papa and Barclay. And um, they've been at this thing in legal, in legal cannabis for over six years. And uh, that's amazing and uh, in itself. And um, Adam, tell us this, the story because it it is it is surely interesting about how this came to be, how that you came to make this step out of you know the financial community, out of uh, dentistry uh, leadership and and uh, managing uh, assets and those kinds of things into cannabis. Tell us that story. Thanks very much, Vern. What had happened, I think I mentioned I had been running that dental business. Right. And so that sold and, and I was doing some consulting work and we, I started looking at the cannabis business with my longtime business partner, Ellie Gordis. Okay. A friend that I hadn't worked with before, Scott Gordon. And, and we were looking at cannabis from the perspective of uh, putting together an investment fund and participating in this dynamic entrepreneurial ecosystem that everybody anticipated but <laughs> what really started the business was an experience that I, that I had personally and, and so at that time I was living in New York and okay. I was commuting back up to Boston to help out my parents who were uh, elderly and, and needing help my mom had gotten Alzheimer's and my okay. dad developed a, a back condition spinal stenosis that left oh him yeah in terrible pain and uh it, it went downhill really rapidly and we didn't know what to do, couldn't get him out of bed. We, we, we 
uh, put him in the hospital and he just got worse. Uh, we Ooh. called in the, the pain specialists. They put him on, on hospice care and told us that if he didn't get out of bed in the next week to 10 days, that he probably wouldn't. Uh, none of the, the pharmaceuticals that he was getting in the hospital, the methadone, the tramadol, none of that was, was working. Right. And I was desperate. So uh, it, it was a, a friend of mine who suggested actually that I go online, which I did, and look at, at formulas to make a pain bomb. She was out in California mm -hmm. uh, and had, had seen pain bombs out there. And so I went online and looked at YouTube formulas and they were all over the internet and, and kind of synthesized a couple of the, the different formulas. I called up a high school buddy and got some weed and, and uh, got a crock pot, borrowed a crock pot from a neighbor and went to Whole Foods and got the, the ingredients and put two ounces as strong as I could make it into the crock pot with coconut oil and, and after grinding up the, the cannabis and, and cooked it overnight and, and formulated my first batch of this pain bomb. And when I put it on my father's back the next day, I could get him out of bed. Yeah. Oh, really? I mean, when the first application, yeah, you start it, to see a difference. It, it didn't. He wasn't better, but I could I could get him out where the pain was too great. Without the bomb, I could actually get him to sit up, right, and get him to to the bathroom. And and so um, he responded to it intensely well. And uh, so over time, I kept applying more and more, and making more batches, and right. He actually got off hospice, which hardly ever happens. And he lived almost another two years. Um, and so wow. I started giving away, but, but at the time I started giving away samples of the bomb to friends and, and, and family and getting all this feedback. And that started to inform some of the, the discussions we were having with my partners on the investment side. We started looking at, at topicals, businesses, and, um, and then my, I, was putting effort into seeing if this product could actually be mm -hmm. something. And, and that path took me to California. And that's where I met our chief product officer and my co-founder, Guy Rocor. Got was it. A terrific guy and had really, you know, the deeper subject matter expertise. Uh, you know, I'd call him an artist with the plant. He's a grower. And yeah. <clears throat> but he had really relevant experience having uh, worked with some investors in New York that have bought a Colorado cannabis license. And so he helped them develop their first product and helped them navigate the mm -hmm. regulatory environment in, in Colorado and, and build a, a manufacturing facility there. So really was like the perfect guy uh, to, to, to partner with to to create and, and you know, bring this product to market and create a company around it. Man, that is a hell of a story, but but you didn't tell the whole story, right? Because this is another cool story about a man and a dog, right? So, I mean, you can't, come on, man. You can't leave out the real cool stuff. I mean, look, the story about how you uh, found a solution to get your dad out of hospice, that is, I mean, you... I, I don't know any. I don't know a scenario that I've heard of someone left hospice right uh, alive. So uh, that's crazy rare. And, and but there's a dog involved. I mean, Papa is is what you're. So tell us the story how the name Papa came by, and and then we got Barclay. We got to talk about Barclay is a player. 
Barkley was definitely a player. So <laughs> that same friend of mine, Belisa, who made the suggestion to go online to, to look, had, I guess, about six years before that, she's deep into, into pit bull rescue. And so um, she's fostering dogs all the time. And, and so she called me up and, and, and the way I got Barkley was she called me up and said, hey, I'm sending you a dog in a dog taxi. Just take care of him for 72 hours. And so this uh, is only in New York, right? Dog right. So the dog taxi pulls up and, and anyhow, I fell in love with this beautiful 75 pound pit bull um, that became my dog. And, and when I was working at that dental business, I would drive like 3000 miles uh, to, to visit a month going to visit all the clinics, I'd bring the dog with me. He was just an amazing dog. And, and um, in any case, so as I was going back and forth to take care of my, my parents, he and my father bonded and he, he wouldn't leave my dad's side. So he became uh -oh. a dad, my dad's dog and would always be with him and just touching him either maybe sitting on the couch next to him or on the floor, just on his foot. But he would sleep in the bed under the covers with my dad uh, every night. This is a huge, you know, beautiful dog. And this and is great. <laughs> such a source of comfort. So, you know, when my dad was in that terrible shape, it was, it was the three of us in, in the room on the bed there and, and, you know, trying to, uh, get through that situation. And he was such a source of love and comfort and the whole experience. I really didn't expect this to be the company we were going to have an investment company this thing emerged from a, this incredible incredibly empowering experience and right the love that was in the room and and yeah that's it's really the catalyst uh, and and i appreciate you bringing us back to barkley because his element uh was so key so i had taken this picture of the two of them and and um and that ultimately became our, our logo but that's that's the reason we're called Papa and Barkley. Oh man, that is that is so terrific. That that is a hell of a story, man. That is and the dog. It's better than I thought it was. I mean, it's even better than I thought it was. So uh, that's great. So tell us about the company, okay? Um, Papa and Barkley. Tell us about what you're trying to get accomplished there. Yeah. So our our goal is. Uh, yeah, we are, we're a very mission-based company and the, the mission is to, uh, to unlock the power of cannabis to improve people's lives. That's our, our true north and it's kind of written all over our stuff. We, we, we want to be a, a, a global cannabis brand recognized as best in class. And, okay. and, and I think, you know, the, the reason I think we have a, a chance to do it and we'll see if we're able to do it uh, is, is because we, we're sort of built around uh, first and foremost, the medicinal use of the plant, and and the fact that our first product was a pain bomb that right. was too high, was you know it's it sort of it, it, it's kind of the tip of the spear in terms of our brand identity because it takes away people's preconceptions. Oh, it's cannabis weed, and you know the, a lot of folks grew up and understandably with you know all of the propaganda against marijuana. So for us being able to start the conversation, and we like to say we want to have that first conversation, it's it's helpful to, to, to talk about these pain products like the pain bomb and transdermal patches that have no psychoactive effect because it really demonstrates like this is real powerful medicine that changes people's lives. Um, and so we, we've sort of iterated 
other products around that. Um, and then with the topic, with the tinctures uh, started as a consumable, manage the, 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 the more complicated parts of the conversation around some products that, that do get you high and that whole continuum between pain relief and, and, and psychoactive effect. And right. all of our products have both THC and CBD in them and they're different ratios. So that's one of the things we have to have to manage and educate folks on. That's why it's so important. Yeah, education is critical uh, from that perspective. Uh, when we come back, we're gonna take a break Adam, but when we come back, we're going to really dive into some of the, the moves that you guys have made and where you're going with the business and um, uh, really talk about some of the, the um, uh, inspiration for the packaging. I think the packaging is really, really good. So uh, I want to get into that. I'm Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits. Plant Profits is brought to you by Produce Global uh, People Solutions. My guest today is Adam Grossman founder and executive chairman of Pampa and Barclay. Uh, we'll be right back. Thank you. Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. The plant profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on CannabisRadio.com. I am Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits. Plant Profits is brought to you by Protus Global People Solutions. Uh, really excited today having a, a really nice chat with Adam Grossman, founder and executive <clears throat> chairman at Popping Barkley. And um, look, uh, the, the company is is changing, right? And that's that that's good. Uh, uh, and you just change structurally some things. I mean, you were president CEO, now you're uh, founder and executive chairman. Uh, so t tell me what's the impetus about that and and why Evelyn Wang was the right choice to bring in. Yeah, we're really excited to have Evelyn join us. Mm -hmm. You know, I think we've, what I hadn't mentioned earlier is we're, we're in the regulated THC market. We're also in the national CBD market. We have a line of products that is sold uh, online and in places like like vitamin shop and natural grocers and yeah and that your your website shows that real clearly which is good yeah so because we're in both of those markets um and really trying to build a, a national brand we kind of you know i think as a company we had reached the point where we really needed the expertise on the branding side of things to manage all mm -hmm. the complexities around scaling nationally, which is something that, that Evelyn has done scaling uh, brands in the beauty space 
both nationally and internationally. So as I mentioned earlier, that's really our long-term goal. Um, so for us, the, the timing was right to, to bring in that expertise. We're seeing a lot of changes in the market mm -hmm. uh, from a regulatory standpoint, a lot of excitement with the new administration about potential legalization. So we wanted to, to be positioned correctly to really take the, our brand identity and, and expand both nationally and as I mentioned, the, even the international market is opening up. So with Evelyn on board, she can really, I think, apply her background in, in large consumer brands to what we built in cannabis, because I think we have one of the, the, the best known brands in, in cannabis. And my move to executive chairman allows me to focus on that expansion, on okay. what's happening in the financial markets in terms of growth and uh, the potential means to go to other states, multi-state licensing. So uh, really that's I think a, a great move that allows us to really focus, to, for me to focus on the bigger picture, allow Evelyn to run the day-to-day -day and really uh, help us expand the brand and, and mm -hmm. identity. So that was a lot. Oh, that's great. Um, you know, what a choice. I mean, she's got this great background in, in uh, cosmetics and where packaging is critical because in that arena, people buy with their eyes and um, that's the first thing. And, and so, uh, and that, just looking at your packaging, it, it, it's, it is, it's kind of that way. I mean, it looks like high-end cosmetics, it's, you know, it's, it looks, uh, you know, a bomb, you know, comes in a beautiful, little box. It's really cool. So um, I, uh, I'm, I'm just wondering, is, is that, are you going more with the topicals or you're going to continue to have this very diverse, how did, what is this brand going to look like a couple years down the road in your mind? So it's a, it's a really interesting question because we're excited about the progress that we're making in California with our edibles line and, and yeah. Some of those products and we have a, a line of, of uh, all of the products that, that we have share the same value proposition <laughs> which I think really differentiates us in the market around gotcha. the way we make the products and mm -hmm. so everything that we do if you think about uh, the, 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 the first product that we talked about making the, the bomb in the crock pot yes. when you, when, you uh, when you use a, a method like that where um, well, let me just differentiate. In the pharma world, uh, you, you use methods of extraction that isolate a certain molecule like CBD, and then you test that molecule against a disease indication like childhood epilepsy. And, right. and, and that's how the, the one FDA-approved CBD drug uh, was approved for Dravet syndrome by GW Pharmaceutical. Mm -hmm. That one molecule. So you have to use an extraction method that just isolates that one molecule. And that's why you call it an isolate or a distillate. Um, the way we use only artisanal methods like the crock pot, where you can capture all of the molecules, all of the, the CBD, the THC, there's over a hundred cannabinoids in the plant. So if you grind up the plant and you just cook it in the oil, that whole chemical profile, if you got a certificate of analysis from the plant, passes in in the same ratios into the oil. And so that's what's called a full spectrum or a whole plant extract. And, and it's it's akin to plant medicine because it has all those elements. And 
So all of the products that we make uh, across all of our product lines share that profile where we're using more mechanical processes. There's no mm -hmm. chemicals, no solvents used. And so all of the products have that full spectrum, all natural um, uh, aspect to them. And in terms of, you know, so, so that unifies all of the, the product lines mm -hmm. together. In terms of what we're going to be known for in the future, I think at our core, we are a wellness brand and that's really where our brand identity is and the products that we have on shelf in the national uh, line at, at Vitamin Shop are, are all, you know, wellness focused. CBD so, line, yeah. Yeah, so right. I think we'll have a, a broader array, including, I guess, what you'd call more uh, recreational. We don't like to use that term because we think it's a broad continuum of wellness, that mm -hmm. including uh, if you're coming home from work and enjoying uh, getting a little high from from our edibles, that's, you know, that's, that's a, a healthy way to relax as well. Um, but even on things like our gummy lines, we're pointing towards our new sleep line of products. So functional edibles mm -hmm. is about it. And they're also vegan and keto. And so uh, the, we're coming out with a, a sleep gummy, for instance, that is specifically formulated with CBN. So I think you'll see us focusing on different cannabinoids and, and trying to unpack the, um, the specific use of those cannabinoids like CBN for sleep. And I- Oh, that's good. Uh, man. Uh, that that really gives me a somewhat of direction of where you're headed. I think that's great. And it, it all comes back from that bomb, that one, that thing that you did. I don't know where you got the idea from, but it was awesome. And it created that idea, created these wonderful products and the ideas for these wonderful products and more products that are to come because your product line is going to expand your your reach and where you're going to be able to be purchased. You know, Adam is going to be expanded and it, it, it's a really cool story how it all comes back to uh, to that one application. Man, I, I, I like that a lot. Thank you, Vern. It's, uh, it's been an amazing journey. And, and as I mentioned earlier, I, I you know, I've, I've been an entrepreneur, but I was always the number two guy, sort of the operational guy coming in to make it happen. Right. Like the first time that, that, you know, I actually made something and, and <laughs> experience has been uh, just, just incredible. And to, to have it occur within cannabis, which itself is just such a fascinating industry from right. results, I just feel really, really lucky to, to be here. Well, that's very cool. Well, everybody, you just heard from Adam Grossman himself, every step he made up until he found this company, you know, is uh, was was all about finding uh, this company, Papa and Barclay. And I, I think that is a very, very awesome thing, Adam. And I really, I really appreciate you uh, spending time with us today, telling your story, uh, getting an opportunity to really let us know what what we can expect and what's coming from Papa and Barkley in the future, and um, and and how you've positioned the company to go further uh, through product offering and through geography and reach and and uh, availability. I think that's great. My guest today has been Adam Grossman, founder and executive chairman of Papa and Barkley. I'm Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits, and I wanna thank all of you for joining us. 
check out all of our past episodes and obviously this episode by going to CannabisRadio.com. Or you can make sure you uh, you check out Plant Profits on your favorite podcast app like Apple, uh, Google, Amazon, Spotify, iHeart, wherever you get your podcasts. Please look for us. And you can follow Protus Global on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, all the social media platforms, Twitter. Learn more about how we build companies and how we're building companies and changing lives at protusglobal.com. That's P-R-O-T-I-S global.com. And till next time, uh, this is Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits. Cheers. opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.